0: taking you out tonight. Don't you want to go with me? Pay the town and ride with me. Hot shot, you're so fly. Rocking up designer jeans and I swear when you talk to me. Ready or not, here I come. Never late when the night. Hi guys, and welcome to season two of In Her Purpose Show, a platform where we feature female game changers who have paved the way on succeeding their goals and continue to inspire at the same time. I am your host, Mafe yunam Velasco, and this show is very close to my heart because I'm able to learn and grow weekly with two amazing, beautiful women who are the founders and also authors of In Her Purpose book and company. Always a treat to introduce these beautiful women to you. First off, we have Jen Redondo Marquez, who is a game changer herself, working in the tech world and serving as a mentor for Collective Hustle and PASTA, Filipino-Americans in Silicon Valley Tech, and of course, Rose Boado, mother of two, businesswoman, mentor to young women entrepreneurs, inspirational speaker, and manager of the Philharmonic hi jen i know it's just the two of us today but i i love introducing jen uh rose also so rose we're missing you enjoy the sunshine for us yes. how are you jen good tired wish i was on vacation with rose i know don't we all <laughs> well we're gonna live through her her post but Take care rose we'll see you again in the next episode but for today we also have another amazing woman with of course a beautiful name like our jen here um, let me introduce her to you all first uh, our special guest today who is an author also speaker and a certified money coach oh we need we need her in our life she aims to help women create their ultimate life gain clarity, and live out their true passion. So let's welcome the amazing Jen Fontanilla. Hi, Jen. Hi.
1: (laughs) Hi, Jen. It's so weird to say hi, Jen. (laughs) Well, welcome to In Her Purpose Live. We're so happy to finally have you on our podcast live show. Um, for those of, of our in our community that don't know you, could you introduce who you are, what you do, and how you got to where you are today?
2: Yes. So um, I have been in the money space for over 16 years. And prior to that, I was in marketing and design. So I've been doing that for over 20 years. but. The way, the way that I got into this whole thing was because I realized, as many people do in this space, we've realized that there's a lack of financial literacy. We're not taught how to manage our money. We don't learn about investing. We don't know what we're supposed to do with the money. We are taught how to get jobs. We're taught that we're supposed to go work. But then when you have that money, what do you do with it? And that didn't sit well with me. And so that began, began the the journey of understanding not only for myself but then i realized if i was confused and i went to college and all that stuff well there's got to be other people who are just as confused and need this stuff explained to them in plain english and not be intimidated and not be confused and so you know now uh, as a as an author and a speaker um, what i do is i just love helping women understand money how it works and how to live an intentional life and to do things the right way, but not even just the logistics where it's spreadsheets and budgets and that's all great. But I think what's also more important for me as a coach now is also to help people understand money mindset and how to have a better relationship with money, because that's what really drives the decisions you make with your money today.
1: That's so interesting. How did you get into money?
2: Yeah. You know, I was sitting at my desk one day and I, you know, in my early twenties and I remember sitting there thinking like, I don't even understand what I'm supposed to do with this money. You know, I had a lucrative job at that time. This was like 16 years ago. And I remember the feeling of, I don't like this. You know, we didn't have the term FOMO back then, but it really was that realizing I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like the only thing I knew was get the money and then put it in a bank in and, and yeah. a savings account. And, and it's like, really? But then you would hear these terms like stocks and bonds and investing. And you're like, wait a minute, I'm not doing that. And I remember having a friend at that time where I, I remember watching her, she was sitting on the floor, she was visiting, she, she used to go, she went to Boston University. And I'm here in um, Los Angeles. And when she was home for the summer, I remember watching her writing something on a piece of paper. And it was a bunch of letters that didn't make any sense. And then i Go. what are you doing and she's like oh i'm, I'm figuring out what stocks to buy and we <laughs> were like in our early 20s I, I don't even think we were 20 yet and i remember how much that bugged me again that fomo it wasn't called fomo yet but it was that feeling of like wait a minute you know about something it has to do with money and then it was that feeling of oh i don't like that i don't know what you're doing i don't like that i don't understand that i don't like that i don't know how to make that money the way that you are learning how to do it so mm-hmm. that was some of the stuff that was happening at different points in time, where I finally got to this moment of, I need to do better, I want to learn, and I needed to take my own personal responsibility in order to learn this. And then it turned into like, okay, if this is how I feel, I know I can not be the only person that feels this way.
1: Mm-hmm. So what was the first thing that you did to to learn? I know like growing up, my parents never really talked about money. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing for me was, Go to college, get a job, work hard, find a stable job, and do for do your 401k. k. like, oh my God.
2: <laughs> yeah, that tends to be the typical type of advice that we give from our parents. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it's what I call blind leading the blind. It's not that they want to steer us in the wrong direction, but you only know what you know. And so for me, the thing that was the first part was getting licensed and getting that insurance license and then getting the investment licenses and then really just understanding uh, unfortunately you do have to understand how sales works and how to talk to people so i mean that is like the bare bones basic foundation of where it started just getting the licenses to be able to legally talk about this stuff and then and also to transact it when somebody wanted to become a client and then also the art of talking to people understanding personality types understanding how the sales process works and so for those of you who are entrepreneurial or in that space you know we all had to start somewhere and then that's that whole thing because if many of us have started from what jen was just talking about where we were just taught how to get a job all of a sudden you're like wait a minute this is not just me showing up and getting paid every two weeks now it's like this is me having to generate this stuff on my own so it's a completely different mindset shift that you had to take over because it is not you just getting paid is now you having to create this for yourself. Sorry. Yeah, it
1: sounds tough, especially like sales. That's something like, I think is a very special skill that you have to work on. And some people are just gifted. But some of us are, are not does not get yeah. natural to some of us. Um, so with everything that you've done throughout your career, what served as your inspiration throughout your career up until now?
2: I think for me, the thing that served as an inspiration was that feeling of a lot of stuff I do is driven by feeling and logic, but you know, balancing it. But for me, it's having that thought at the end of my life, and I know it's time to go. I don't want to look back and think I wasted opportunity.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't want to
2: think that there's all these gifts and talents and whatnot that God has given me and to think that i didn't use it to think that i didn't help people to think that i just wasted it away and i i just couldn't live with that so for me it's it's also that feeling of did i really live my best life did i really do everything that i was supposed to do did i really strive and do my best to reach my potential and make the impact that i wanted to help the most people that that i could have and so It's really more more of that, you know, I know we all have our why, like I have a son and and that's important, but for me personally, it was also that idea and that thought of like, what if I don't do it? What if I don't go for it? Am I gonna be happy and content knowing at the end of my life, I go look back and like, you know what, I didn't give it my all. I I just know that that's the thing that that doesn't sit well with me. And that's what drives me like, no, I am not gonna get to that point. I do not wanna feel that (laughs) at that point in my Mm -hmm. life, but I don't make it, it's not a fear. You know it's more of like i i use it as a motivator to be like you know what i want to feel good and happy knowing that okay i i did my best
1: yeah absolutely like the worst part is is that not fomo but like that regret like damn i should have i should have did, yes. did it I yeah. yes um speaking of what are some of the challenges that you had to overcome in your career being an entrepreneur and in the financial space?
2: Yes, there there are quite a few. I mean, like you said earlier with sales, you know, we don't learn that from for especially when you come from a family where they're just telling you go to go to school, go to college, get a job. There's a whole different skill set that you have to learn. And, And then you know you go through these moments where you're just like geez like i did i just waste all that time because <laughs> i could have just gone straight here right right and you're just thinking like wait a minute why didn't i just take that shortcut and so you know i think some of those challenges are in the very beginning and, and sometimes it you know with with many of us we go through these stages we're just like man this isn't working this isn't happening this, this sucks like i'm not making money or nobody's signing up nobody's buying i think we all go through that when we're in this space and so that that is a very real thing that we go through and i think the other thing too is when you have that mindset battle that that doubt that you have in your head you're like i I, i'm just not good enough or even those moments when you're experiencing imposter syndrome and questioning right We, we question ourselves like am i really cut out for this or Am I being authentic where I'm trying to portray that I know what I'm doing? And many of us do. But then we look at social media, we look at our colleagues, we look at our peers, and then we start comparing and we start going down that road. And then you start feeling like, oh, my gosh, like I I, forget it. I'm just going to go find a job. We all, you know, Mm. all of us have gone through that conversation in our head. I know I've had that conversation with many of my friends who are also coaches and in that space of you know, digital courses, coaching, doing events, um, programs, whatever, we've all seen it. And there is that doubt that we all have experienced. And so I would say those are probably like the biggest uh, struggles throughout the years. And then having to get back up when things didn't work and being positive. And, and, you know, because, again, like I said, it's not like you can just show up to work. It's like, it doesn't matter how you feel, you have to choose to keep getting up and keep showing up Because if you don't, like nothing's gonna happen. No money's gonna come in. And so it's, it's, I think the biggest struggle is just that whole thing, the way you're approaching things and your mindset. Yeah.
1: I know. One of the things that I always used to tell myself is having a corporate job is actually quite easy. You just have to show up.
2: (laughs) Exactly. It's like, oh my gosh. There are days when I'm just like, yeah. I have had that same thought. I'm like, man, it was easy when I just showed up. I could just sit there and do the work and not think and know that I was gonna get paid.
1: Yeah. 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 I always tell myself, it's like, oh, it's not so bad. All I have to do is show up. But then, you know, you sit there and you're thinking, all these hours that I'm spending working on someone else's stuff kind of eats at you and it kills you. You're like, dang, if I put in this hour, these hours and and the time for myself, like how much farther would I be? Like I always think about that all the time. So that's what I struggle with because I'm still in a corporate job and I think about that quite often. Like how much further would I be if I just banked on myself? So what made you decide to quit? I just, this is a question I like to ask everybody.
2: Oh my gosh. To be totally honest and transparent, um, aside from, yeah, the, you know, oh, I wanted to help people, which is not a bad thing. But to be totally honest, that last job I had, which was like 2005, I absolutely couldn't stand my manager. I mean, that was basically, it. I mean that was like the driving factor. I'm like, I'm done. I cannot stand this person. They micromanage me, and and I mean, I kicked butt in, in the in the company at that time. I mean, I, I never missed a deadline. I always delivered, over delivered. So, it it was getting to the point where I'm like, this person is either jealous, loves to micromanage, has to prove a point. I I don't even know what it was, but I was just like, I I can't I can't be here anymore, and. I mean, it got to a point where I started, I I, I call it, I was scheming. <laughs> it was like, I got to create my plan. How do I exit? What are my reserves? How do I do this? Can I take a loss? All kinds of things, you know, went through my mind. But, but yeah, the short answer is it was somebody at the job that I had no control of getting rid of. And I was like, well, they're not going to get rid of you. I need to exit myself out.
1: Mm-hmm. That's usually the case. People leave managers, not jobs, unfortunately, more often than not. (laughs) It's unfortunate. (laughs) Uh, So what are some of the current goals and projects that you're working on that you wanna share with our audience and our community? Yes, so my partner, Dr. Summer Watson,
2: she's a doctor of psychology, and she's doing clinical work and social work and um I, I joke around that she's also my my legal counsel and she's got a background in law and um so i ask her for advice and stuff but she's my partner and we host the life love and money show and so one of our goals is to help the emerging entrepreneur so it's not so much the logistics stuff where you need to get the llc and you need to get the business license and you need to do this and your taxes and those are all important things but yeah. We're starting with who are you serving? What is your goal? What is the purpose that you're trying to do? Who are you speaking to? Because even from the design perspective, when I've worked with clients, a lot of people have these great ideas and then they don't know what they're doing. And then it's like, wait a minute, you're trying to go to step 10 and we don't even have the foundation set. So are serving that community, the people that have an idea, but really need to set that groundwork first, because you can't jump and do all the logistics if you don't even understand what you're doing. You have the idea, you have the energy and the passion, but you don't even know where you're starting from. So we're, we're starting that up and we have a program coming up. And then even on um, the other side, I have um, a wealth management team called Better Wealth. And um, I'm super, super excited about that, because we, we say that we are the alternative to better financial planning. And so um, really taking a different approach and our goal is to show people how to live intentionally and make different decisions with their money and just really doing it differently from how traditional financial planning has been done. So um, those are some things that I've been working on um, and very focused on in, in the current time. So just really, really excited about those things.
1: Awesome, I'm interested to learn more about what are the different ways than traditional investing
2: yeah a lot of times you know and i was a former financial advisor so i can totally speak to this you know a lot of times when you speak to somebody it's more of oh this is a great product for you to get but you should get this insurance or you should go go do this and it's never always the case that you're 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 usually not starting with coaching You're not looking at behavior. You're not looking at subconscious patterns, which is the part that I love, whether it's mindset and understanding where are your decisions being driven from? How did you grow up? What did you learn about money from your mother and your father? You know, you you don't have those kinds of discussions with a traditional financial advisor. I mean, I know because I've sat in meetings myself and this is where I see it's different. We also can model things differently where we have a way to look, okay, what if this happened at this point in time, how does this affect everything? The traditional way is like, let's just plug in some numbers. And like, if you would just consistently invest and you get like an 8% conservative rate of return, this is what it's gonna look like 40 years from now. And that's pretty much yeah. it. That's not how we do it. So there's like those little differences that make a huge difference. And so even just really though the approach, is not so much we're product pushing because that's that's not even what we lead with it's like no let's let's think about this what is it that you want to do and so there's also this this really really importance that's stressed upon the coaching and and walking clients through it so i would say in general that's that's one of the biggest
0: differences interesting wow I know that Rose has a million questions. <laughs> I can already feel her energy. And for sure, you're helping our community right now. You know, um, Jen, we have a weekly conversation, even daily, about how, how can you have the courage to just, all right, see you later to the day job. And and you're pretty much encouraging everyone that you can do it. You know, it's earlier you you talked about how not comparing your day one to somebody's 100, right? You have to just surround yourself with people like, of course, Jen right here, and of course Jen, my inner-purpose sister, Um, you're both inspiring, but let's lighten things up because I know we can talk offline and um, perhaps in the future even collaborate on amazing, inspiring workshops because obviously, Jen, you have an amazing team. I want to learn more about it too, but for the fave questions that rose has i'm speaking on behalf of her too how do you find balance in your personal life in your career and of course we spoke about also serving others right but at the same time how do you serve you
2: (laughs) yeah i think this is so important i love that you're asking this question and this is something i see a lot of people lack in, in their lives. I, I think first and foremost, one of the best skill sets you can learn is really good, solid time management. <laughs> if you don't have that, all this making balance and having time for everything is just not gonna happen. It's gonna be very, very difficult. So you hear the concept of pay yourself first. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the same thing with time. And time is so important and precious to me because out of everything in this world is the one thing you cannot make more of. You can mm-hmm. make more friends. You can make more money you cannot make more time so time is such a precious commodity that's how i look at it so for me when it comes to creating balance and whatnot it is so important that i make that time for me so for me it has become a daily practice where i pray i meditate i journal and i work out religiously so that is like a non-negotiable i make sure that those things get done there's no i didn't have time I don't have time for that. Like those words don't come out of my mouth. Like it's become so part of my lifestyle. And so that's a huge component of why I do feel I have balance. And you have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. You have to fulfill those things for yourself. Otherwise, how, how do you expect to show up for others? How do you expect to show up for your partner, your spouse, your friends, your kids, your work, people who count on you? the community that that is counting on you if you volunteer or you serve on the board of directors for a nonprofit. So it starts there. And it's not, here's the thing too, it is not selfish. There are some people that might look well, that's selfish. You're just thinking about, you can't show up and give out of nothing if you are resorting yourself to being depleted and tired and not taking care of yourself. So you want to create balance. It's got to start with you realizing that you have to come first. And I know we've all heard this analogy. It's kind of like you go on that airplane, who do they tell to put the mask the, the oxygen mask on first yeah. you then they tell you to put it on the kid or whoever yeah. is next to you right mm-hmm. it's the same thing you have to take care of yourself and if you shift your mindset and stop looking at it as being a selfish act yeah. in fact you got to look at it is it is it is being selfless it is mm-hmm. a selfless act for you to take care of yourself so that you can show up because this is what i see people get burned out They get sick. I have friends who got diabetes, people who had a heart attack, and they're like not even 40. And I'm like, you are not taking care of yourself. So then what happens? You're in the hospital. And I know we were supposed to lighten this up, and then I'm now going down like a doom and gloom road. But that's okay. It's true, though. Yeah, I I want to take the picture of how important this is that you guys got to take care of yourself in all these different ways because. You, you, you want to last, you wanna, you know, I love Rose's shirt, leave a legacy. How are you gonna leave a legacy if you're not around? If you're, you wanna make a difference in your community, you wanna make a difference and help other people, how can you do that if you're sick? How can you do that if you're not taking care of yourself? All your time will start being devoted to recovering when you could have just been maintaining this entire time.
0: Love it. Jen, (laughs) can you hear the music? (laughs) But thank you. Thank you for, you know, inspiring um, the audience because there are people that need to hear that. Um, Actually, I just read the other day uh, about habits. I'm all about habits. And Mm -hmm. it shared that, you know, to change your mindset when you're nervous, you know, you have to stop yourself from feeling that way because you're actually manifesting everything that can go wrong right yeah. you have to be very strong enough to to know that everything will go right um we're also humans i mean we're gonna get nervous we're gonna get excited we're gonna have these uh, emotions uh, running wild but what you just shared right now is so powerful i'm getting chills you know oh, yeah. um because i know everybody is is nervous you know they're, they're nervous to take that big step of I'm going to open up my own business or I'm going to do this on my own. I don't need, I was there too. Like it took me three, three times to have a partner in a business to finally say, Oh, I'm going to put my name on it. You know, (laughs) I'm going to do it my way. But I think it all goes with your story. Also what you have experienced and thank you for, for showing us how we can do, so many things uh you know life is unlimited right and speaking of the music another uh favorite question of rose you know going into let's say a workshop or maybe in a zoom call we are about to do your um inspiring preaching just like you did with us what would be your theme song when you walk into the room when this doors open like you know what do oh you hear God. like that just pumps you up yeah i
2: i think off the top of my head alicia keys this girl is on fire mm. that one um and um i cannot remember the name of the person the one about um, bulletproof
0: mm. and
2: i i love that song it's it, it just reminds me of those times when we have all those bad things happen to us you know yeah. whether it's been a divorce lost and broke, you know, broken up from a relationship, or, you know, anything, lost your money, lost your house. I, I mean, I went through all of that. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you realize, wait a minute, I'm, I'm pretty resilient. Do I get back up? Yeah. Do I let that keep me down? No. Am I, am I going and going? Even though things keep coming at you, how are you handling it? And so that's why I love that song because it's really speaking to you about, you know, having resiliency.
0: Right. I love that. And of course, you know, this is In Her Purpose Show, and uh, Jen and Rose and I always love to hear other strong women that we admire on understanding what do you believe is your purpose? And what does living in your purpose look like for you?
2: That looks like for me, where I have defined what my core values are. That's something my partner, and I talk about all the time, about our core values, and I think for me personally, living in my purpose is when I look at my values and some of those are having meaningful relationships, enlightened, being inspirational. And, and I look at those things. I always ask myself, am I always doing the things that I need to do that move towards that? Because I really believe that when you align your actions and your behavior and your thoughts and everything that you choose to do with those values, that's when you can show up. That's when you can be your 110%. That's when you can be really living your best life and all those different things. But if you don't have those values guiding you, this is why I think, and it took me a while to get this. I mean, it wasn't just, it was like only recently that I'm like, oh my God, this is so obvious. <laughs> it's when we feel that like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of lost. I I, I don't know if I'm doing, if I'm doing the right thing. It's when we're floundering, it's, most, mm-hmm. it's it's more than likely you haven't defined what your core values are. And so for me, I had to go back to something I read. Um, it's actually by Danielle Laporte uh, uh, called the, the Desire Map. And I had written these, these, these core values in 2014 and I, I, I walked away from it and I had to revisit it. And I'm just like, am I doing those things? And as I realize all the things that I'm choosing now and saying yes to, and even more importantly, are you also choosing the things to say no to? Because anytime you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So make sure the things that you are saying no to are in alignment with what you don't want. And when you can do all of that, that's when I feel like I am living in the purpose that I've been called to do, which is helping people understand Money better, how to understand, like, how to navigate through this crazy entrepreneurial world because social media has this amazing way to paint the picture. Like, it. it's like, yeah, I'm traveling everywhere. Everything is a virtual office. It's like, you know, I ain't working at the beach. You don't even have Wi Fi. You know, sometimes it's like, <laughs> I see pictures and I'm just like, there are times when that's for real. And then there's times like, you know what? This is giving a false narrative. And yeah. I, I like to be there, and I'm sure like the show also strives to do that. Where like, no, let's talk about the real stuff that happens. it yeah. so is not always fairy tales, you know, puppy dogs, rainbows, butterflies, and ice cream. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, I'm going to give you the real. It is not easy. Is it worth it? Yes. Is it easy? No. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's just being real and helping people along the way that, to inspire them to be like, you know what, you can do this. But by the same token, let me tell you what what it's
1: really going to take. Yeah, Yeah, we need that for sure. I feel like you've been talking to me this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking to me. He's been talking to all of
0: us, Jen. (laughs) We need these reminders. (laughs) (laughs) But you've shared so much. Uh, Words of wisdom, uh, for sure. So guys, if you just tuned in, I recommend you guys watch this replay or re-listen to it and share it to your family and friends that need that reminder or you know just to light their their fire in them because we all have it and of course jen you know there's a lot of young leaders out there that still are not aware of their potential so for you as a leader of today what are the three pieces of wisdom you want to give those young people who want to follow in your footsteps or even Young at
2: heart. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Young at heart. Yeah, I think one constantly invest in yourself. Don't ever feel like you've reached your maximum potential. Like there's always opportunity for constant learning. Get involved with a book club. Um, my wealth team, we have a book club internally, but we invite clients and people from the outside, and we are constantly reading books about mindset, books about. The business books about structuring a business so an entrepreneurial all of that kind of stuff and so whatever it is that you are interested in learn about it continue to grow the second thing i would also say is surround yourself by like-minded people okay. this i think is one of the, the most important things you can do because this is what i see often where you have to realize if you decide to go into this space you are mm-hmm. walking into a completely different world and you are going to yeah. be questioning, like, why isn't my, why, why are my friends and family supporting me? How come they're not buying my book? How come they're not signing up for my book? They are not your target audience. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: And I have to remind you that because there's a, there's many of us that get caught up in like my friends and family aren't supporting me. They love you. They are not your target audience. And so why are you expecting them to buy from you? You have it. to, you have to understand that concept. They are not your target audience. It's like Nike expecting the Adidas people to buy their shoes. They are not their target audience. Mm -hmm. And so when you can embrace that, it it, Mm is so relieving. It is, it it is, it's going to release you from like beating yourself up, feeling like a failure. And here's the thing. Alongside with that, that part about friends and family, you have also got to let it go about them supporting you. How come they're not buying your stuff? And, and, And when it comes to asking for help and advice, why are you asking the cousin who's never had a business <laughs> and then you get mad because of what they told you you got to be careful where you're getting help where you're getting advice because this is the stuff you start to you have to filter through it you have to go through the weeds and filter out who am i going to talk to who am i going to ask for advice because you could be very well you're asking the wrong people and you're expecting the wrong people to support you when you can understand that you got to surround yourself with the right people the people that are already in the industry that you're trying to get into, learn and co- learn how to collapse timeframes. If you can talk to the people who can show you the ropes and help you get there faster, you'd be surprised. There are so many people out there that are willing to talk to you willing to help you. There's there are so many programs out there. It's ridiculous. So, be careful who you're talking to, and where you're getting advice from, and who you are expecting to support you. So it's like also, you know, I can sum number two up as manage your expectations. And then number three, I would say, learn how to say no and how to make space. And let me explain what that means. A lot of times you are wondering, how come I'm not making this money? How come I'm not connected to the right people? How come all this stuff is not happening for me? I'm going to tell you from an energetic space and an energetic point of view, a lot of times it's because you are probably hanging on to the things that you needed to let go a long time ago. And that could be be sometimes a, a relationship, a romantic relationship. It could be some friends. It, it could be, you know, some family members that you got to love from afar. And, and, and this is so powerful because sometimes we are so caught up into hanging on to everything and then, oh, I don't want to feel bad, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. It, it, here's the thing. Do you want to live out that purpose and go after that dream and make things happen? I'm going to tell you it's probably what's causing that blockage hmm. because there are some things that need to leave your life. You need to create that space in order for that other stuff that are supposed to come the things that you want to be blessed with, but it can't come if you're hanging on to the stuff you need to let go of. And so learn how to do that. Learn that and saying no is not a bad thing. It's actually healthy. If it doesn't serve you, if it doesn't make sense for you to hang on to it, and I'm not saying it's easy. You have to have a really tough, hard internal conversation, and it's probably going to require a lot of praying to God, but you have to do those things in order for you to realize, I need to let this go. I need to release this otherwise all these things that you want are not going to come in. So those are the things I would say like 1 2 and 3. If you can even do that much you're going to get so far ahead.
0: Wow. Yeah. ringing that bell for everyone I think. <laughs> I love everything you shared and of course we want to know where to find you, what else you have upcoming up. I know Jen asked you earlier about your workshops, but please do share with the audience. How can they get more wisdom from you?
2: Yes, you can either just follow me scrolling down there on um, IG or Facebook at Jen Money Coach. You can also go to my site. Genmoneycoach.com. I'm really easy to find online. And you know, shoot me a DM. Let me know that you heard about me through this amazing show. And I'm more than happy to answer questions. You know, people, you know, hey, you know what? I had I heard you and I had a question about this. I'm more than happy to, you know, talk to you about whatever it is that you have a question on because I know how blessed I've been with people mentoring me or people taking the time out of their schedule to help me and answer questions. So I'm always happy to get back to the community
0: definitely a woman with a purpose guys so make sure you do follow jen and it's already pretty much out there she is a money coach but she's also somewhat of an inspiration to all of us you know um i'm so happy that i was able to meet you thank you jen and rose (laughs) for always making because I'm in the Philippines, my Friday mornings I feel like it's a Monday again. I just want to keep going because of this. But I'm sure we're going to to collaborate more in the future. Um, Jen, would you like to share anything to Jen before we wrap up and say see you later to her? Yes, absolutely.
1: Um, I wanted to say thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and wisdom with not just me and Mafe, but our community. Um, the, The last piece of wisdom really hit me because someone actually told me that in 2018, like for me to receive like blessings, I have to let go of like what was comfortable for me and I have to like leave in order to grow. And as much as I thought that that was crazy, um, I did it, you know, like I quit, I left and that's how I was able to have the time to write and do in her purpose, I would not have had the time Otherwise, and it was true that if I did not do that, then I would not. We, we wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't have celebrated our one-year anniversary. We wouldn't oh, have a yeah, community. So and you, we wouldn't have this community that, that we built. And so, um, you know, I feel like you talking to me today is like reminding me, like, hey, remember? When- <laughs> remember? Yeah, I love it. So, you know, like, now I'm, like, reevaluating, like, what am I doing with my time? What am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to? And so, um, you know, a lot of that, like, even myself, I have to reevaluate for myself. Like, as much as I'm out there trying to help other people, like what you said, I have to, like, take care of myself and be selfless for a minute. So... Yeah, I may have to take a pause.
2: <laughs> and that's Healthy, you know, I, I love this revelation that you have, Jen, it, it's it's so yes. healthy for you to do that. And I, I love that you shared that and mm-hmm. you've gone through it and, and you know what it feels like. And, you know, just imagine kind of like what I shared earlier about that regret. Imagine yeah. had you not done that. You, you said you wouldn't be you, you and you and Rose would not be celebrating the one year we wouldn't be here and so it's like wow so rewarding and gratifying to see that you took that leap and 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 Mm -hmm. i think that's that's something to be celebrated and for you to recognize like wow i i need to do these things because it's taking care of you and i think the more that we can just embrace ourselves and love ourselves and just feel like this is good this feels good because too often especially you know in in um you know filipino families and whatnot it's like this is stuff that we don't learn. This is stuff that we're not taught and when the, we have to learn it. So, you know, thank goodness that you guys are sharing this message and showing that this is something that everybody can take, a, a, you know, a walk in this journey and this
1: path if they chose to do so. Mm-hmm. I know it's funny when you were talking about the family, like how, You're talking to the wrong family member. Rose and I are pretty much the only ones not in the medical field. So naturally. (laughs) You're not nurses. (laughs) No. We gravitated towards each other, like talking about stuff. And everyone else in our family is like, oh, what are these two up to? What are you up to? (laughs) But it's pretty cool because like, you know, this past weekend at our event, a lot of our nephews and nieces that are in the medical field, like they came out and volunteered and helped us. And Um they they got to like see you know the amazing things that we're doing and meeting the really great people that we work with and I know that they had a lot of fun so it's different from taking care of sick people and dealing with the pandemic so it gave them a little break
2: yeah. I love that you know what what I want to just highlight that that is so important and hats off to you guys kudos because what do we see in school and career day it's the typical, and not to put these careers down, but you see mm-hmm. the policeman, the teacher, yeah. the traditional stuff. Well, when are you gonna bring in the social media manager? When are you gonna bring in the entrepreneur? When are you gonna bring in the mm-hmm. public speaker? I don't see those things. And I, I know because I've gone to career day and then I'm like the weirdo that's like, oh, this is different, right? <laughs> and yeah. It's like, that is so important for those young minds, your, your nephews and nieces to see like, oh, there's a different way to make money. this is something to open my eyes to see that there is a different path and it doesn't always have to be this guaranteed way that i've been hearing all my life to just go to college again i am not putting those things and this is probably another episode i am not putting those things down but when our culture when our traditional families only uphold that as the real and only way to make money that's what doesn't sit well with me and so i think platforms like this are so important to show other people especially the young ones that wait a minute there is another way
0: yeah
1: yeah but you should still at least get a degree so that your parents (laughs) will will get off your back yeah just Just get a degree just get a degree all right
0: totally agree with you ladies you know um just a quick fun fact uh my husband played basketball here in the philippines and of course as an athlete there is an end date right the contract will end you get older it's not one of those things it's for a lifetime so a lot of the wives, my you know, my friends, they're all going through nursing school. And for me, you know, I I want, I'm not a woman that likes blood. Like my 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 son will have a nosebleed and I'll freak out. So I, I already told my husband I was straight with him. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do something else. Just know that it's going to be amazing, but sorry, I'm not good with blood. And he's like, Oh, don't worry about it, you know? So at least being honest with that, and of course we get put in a category just because of our background or our culture, but at the end of the day, no matter what you're doing, if you're inspiring and we're somewhat like earlier, Jen, you said we're not helping people. We are, you know, Uh, mental health is real. And just like what Jen, as a money coach and everything, all her wisdom that she's sharing right now, we are helping people to progress in uh, a positive mindset and inspiration where they know they can do something with their passions and at the same time, inspiring others. So kudos to both of you, because you guys inspire me even more. You know, <laughs> Knowing that, there's other fellow women that <laughs> also are not in the medical field, but are doing amazing things in life. So yeah. thank you, Jens, <laughs> for that. and. Yeah. I just have to say also, thank you to everyone who's tuned in. Um, there's many comments on the, on the Facebook chat right now, the comment. Thank you, Miss Jane, Nico, Tim, Mike, and everybody on Kumu. Um, I see all the virtual gifts. So thank you guys for that. I hope you are all learning because wow, today was a very special episode. And yeah. if you want to know more as Jen mentioned, you can follow her, you can see her social media just, you know, um, flowing here in the ticker and also on her, um, her name. So do follow her because there's so much more to learn. Um, Jen, do you have any more questions? Because I know you do have a lot.
1: <laughs> no, I'll save them for another day.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. We yeah. have part two with for our now. own personal money coach right here. Aww. But truly, you're so beautiful inside and out and thank you you. keep inspiring the world thank you for being part of in her purpose today and we will definitely invite you back because i know rose she's going to watch the replay and we'll have many more questions for you so for now thank you so much Uh, maybe you have special shout outs family and friends or even clients that you want to say hi to
2: I'll just say hi and to all the new people, you know, just just be inspired through this platform and and just absorb it, because that's what's going to keep you going. Also, where you realize other people are doing it and it will re-inspire you, as you've seen through all of us, that we gain inspiration from each other, from colleagues, from friends in the business, in this business entrepreneur world, your colleagues and and cohorts and whatever you, you become friends. You yes. become automatic friends because you speak the same language. You start to, yes. you just have the same mindset. And and like I said earlier, the, these are the people that are gonna understand what you're asking and what you're trying to go through, not, not, not your cousin who doesn't understand what you're trying to do. Again, there's a time and place for all that, but just remember, yeah be paying attention to who you surround yourself with and so this this platform thank you ladies for creating this because it's 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 so important for people to hear what you're sharing with the world yes thank you,
0: Jess. welcome we'll invite you again don't worry but for now thank, thank you back. again super grateful for your time because we know that you're also a busy bee but Guys, tune in. We're going to have part two with, with Jen Fontanilla. And um, please do follow her again. So for now, we'll see you later, Jen. Thank, Thank you, again. you. And of course, Jen, <laughs> my Jen here in her Purpose. Amazing episode. Wow, I love her. Like, we need that reminder. And what I love about her is that she was very powerful on making sure that everybody understands that hey it's okay to take care of yourself it's okay to take or have that courage to pursue what you want to pursue and for everyone out there I know we kept saying FOMO that if the ones that don't know what FOMO is is fear of missing out so if you have that single um, tickle or uh, what, just want to understand what is this person doing or what was that like Jen said earlier there's so many resources that are free there's so many workshops here in, in Her Purpose we have you know two amazing workshops and plenty more to come and also Jen Fontanella has her workshops so please guys take advantage i mean this is really the time to level up and um, speaking of level up i know we have your workshops maybe you want to share how they can find the workshops Jen
1: Oh yes you can find any of our programs and workshops on our website at innerpurpose.com.
0: And, of course, congratulations. You just had a successful event this past weekend. Um, I know a lot of photos will be coming up. Maybe you can uh, share also what was the amazing, (laughs) I guess, tidbits of what happened. Yeah, so
1: this past weekend, we celebrated Inner Purpose's one-year anniversary.
0: We had...
1: Um, a charity fashion show with Joanna Alba, which is one of the designers in our book, and she's also one of our favorites. You've probably seen her here, um, heard her, heard about her here, but we partnered with her and we had this trade event called Rise and Thrive in downtown LA, where she styled a bunch of celebrity athletes and little littles, and um, from young to teenagers, uh, they got to design an outfit with Joanna, mm-hmm. and they got to run. They got to wear it down the runway when with their partners were celebrities. So that was pretty fun to see them light up the room and um, just see people smiling and um, cheering for them and celebrating. So that was pretty cool. Um, I'm a Lakers fan, so it was really mm-hmm. great to see. Um, the Lakers logo up there on our step and repeat next to Filipino brands like Inner Purpose, Alba, Kumu, Collective Hustle, you know, that made me really proud um, mm-hmm. to see, um, you know, our hometown in LA supporting like all the Philam brands and um, just like Kumu was global and, and to share that with people who were not Filipino. I mean, it was awesome. Like we had a very mixed crowd and we were serving Filipino food from Cafe 86 and Ninong's. They were eating ube, lumpia, and um, what else? The Philharmonic performed. Yes. So it was, it was a good time. So mm-hmm. it was fun. Um, we had lots of food. <laughs> the Filipino so- auntie, auntie and me was like, I don't think we're gonna
0: have enough food. <laughs> we had well, yeah you did and guys if you're curious of what was happening during the event in her purpose social media platforms has snippets of the fashion show the people that attended so that you can um see or even uh, reach out to in her purpose for future collaborations or even sponsorships but for now i do encourage you all don't forget in her purpose is also an amazing book If you haven't received your copy or even uh, give somebody that you care about because there are amazing, inspiring stories in this book. My daughter alone, I'm here in the Philippines and she is loving this book. Every time I see her reading it, it makes me so proud. Um, I always share it with Jen and Rose. So uh, we have to really give respect and so much praise for these ladies for doing all the hard work and getting 40 stories of inspiring women and uh, it's a book that will always leave a legacy. So speaking of legacies, what Jen, Jen Fontanilla shared earlier, that let's aim for that. Let's aim to leave a legacy on earth because that is our calling for all of us. Right, Jen? Yes, I mean, I'm wearing a shirt. Yes, you are, perfect timing. So with that, guys, we will see you again in the next episode of In Her Purpose Show.
1: Thanks, Jen thank you bye everybody ready now
0: here i come. never late when the night is young always late when the morning comes let's go we'll figure it out we should hit the hot spot got no time to hit stop can you leave me